The Bible says, Get wisdom, and with all thy gettings, get understanding. Welcome to Learnable Podcast. This is a place where everyday people study the Bible for themselves and transfer its treasures to the next generation. Damsel writes, hosts this podcast. She is a firm believer of digging deep into the Bible for yourself and transferring its treasures to children. She is also a lover of chocolate cake. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to know you through your words. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Amen. Today, we'll be looking at the provision or presence in Hosea chapter 2. Growing up, I went to boarding school. In the boarding school, there is a term that we use called FFF. This means that a particular boy or girl was only your friend when you had plenty of provisions. Provisions are the extra snacks and the things that we are allowed to bring into the boarding school. The FFF, friend for food, will no longer be your friend when your provisions and your snacks dwindled. In this study, the tools we'll be using are the who, what, when, where, and how to, the what does it mean to, and how does it apply to me today too. So, let's dig in and turn the Bible to Uzziah chapter 2. Chapter 2 Say ye unto your brethren, Am I, and to your sisters, Ruhamah, Plead with your mother, plead, for she is not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight, and her adulteries from between her breasts, lest I strip her naked and set her as in the day that she was born, and make her as a wilderness, and set her like a dry land, and slay her with thirst. And I will not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother hath played the harlot, she that conceived them hath done shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers that give me my bread and my water, my wool and my flax, mine oil and my drink. Therefore behold, I will hedge up thy way with thorns, and make a wall, that she shall not find her paths. And she shall follow after her lovers, but she shall not overtake them and she shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then shall she say, I will go and return to my first husband, for then it was better with me than now. For she did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil, and multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof, and my wine in the season thereof and will recover my wool and my flax given to cover her nakedness. And now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers, and none shall deliver her out of mine hand. I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons and her sabbaths, and all her solemn feasts. And I will destroy her vines and her fig trees, whereof she hath said, These are my rewards that my lovers have given me, and I will make them a forest, and the beasts of the field shall eat them. And I will visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incense to them. And she decked herself with her earrings and her jewels, 
and she went after her lovers, and forget me, saith the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will allure her, and bring her into the wilderness, and speak comfortably unto her. And I will give her her vineyards from thence, and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she shall sing there, as in the days of her youth, and as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishai, and shalt call me no more Baalai. For I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, and with the fowls of heaven, and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth, and will make them to lie down safely. And I will betroth thee unto me for ever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness, and in judgment, and in loving kindness, and in mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. And it shall come to pass in that day, I will hear, saith the Lord. I will hear the heavens, and they shall hear the earth. And the earth shall hear the corn, and the wine, and the oil. And they shall hear Jezreel. And I will sow her unto me in the earth. And I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which were not my people, Thou art my people. And they shall say, Thou art my God. Using the word what, when, where, and how to. The Israelites enjoyed and boasted of the good things that they had, but did not acknowledge it was because of God's presence and provision. When Israel turned away and left God, they took all the blessings that God had given them and attributed it to idols. God then removed the blessings that come from being in a relationship with him. Israel thought our blessings came from everything and every other person except God. When the blessings dried up, the so-called benefactors of Israel disappeared. Israel became exposed, abandoned, and she's all alone. God, however, woos Israel back with love. Then Israel realizes the person who really cares about her is God. After identifying the who, what, when, and how in the passage, the next tool we'll use is the what does it mean tool. Applying this tool to Isaiah chapter 2, the Israelites enjoyed and boasted of the good things that God provided that was a byproduct of being in a relationship with God. While they wanted and flaunted these good things and blessings, they did not want to honor the commitment of their relationship with God. So they attributed God's blessings to idols. They wanted the blessing but not the giver of the blessings. This reminds me of the children of Israel when they were in the wilderness. When Moses went up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, they built a golden calf, an idol, and said this golden calf that they had just built 
was the one that got them out of the land of Egypt. Even though the existence of the golden calf was after the deliverance from Egypt. Back in Isaiah chapter 2, when Israel turned away from God, the blessings and the good things they had dried up. Unbeknown to them that it was the presence of God that sustained the blessings and the good things that they had enjoyed, which signifies that the blessing and its sustenance depends on God's presence. Israel's FFF, Friends for Food, as we call these characters in boarding school, abandoned Israel when she no longer had goodies and blessings to share with them. Israel faced the odds of being used and abandoned. She becomes exposed and all alone. In an abandoned state, God did not gloat over Israel's misfortune. But rather, God woos Israel back because he loves her. God was committed in his relationship with Israel. Israel eventually realizes the only person that really cares about her is God. The next tool we'll use is, how does it apply to me today? What do we attribute the good things in our lives to? What do we attribute our successes to? While we may have made an effort in education or in gaining a skill and putting this into practice, we may think or infer that we are the architect of success. The life of the farmer makes it clear that knowledge, skill, and effort does not necessarily produce a blessing. What produces a blessing and success is actually the presence of God. Let's see the farmer. The farmer buys planting seeds and sows it into the earth that God created. God sends rain, sunshine, the right humidity, and wind for the seed to grow and produce an harvest. So who produces the harvest? Is it the farmer that buys the planting seed that showed his knowledge or is it his ability to sow the seed into the soil that only shows his skills? Or is it God who sends the rain, the sunshine, the humidity and wind and gives the seed the ability to grow? For there are many farmers who have the skills, knowledge ability made all the necessary efforts and the right environment of sun, rain, humidity, wind, but they did not produce and harvest. As it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 to 7, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who water anything but only God who makes things grow. And also in Deuteronomy 8.18 Remember the Lord your God he is the one who gives you the power to be successful. Are you or am I successful based on education, skill, knowledge and or even efforts? Many are 
or are even more educated, more skilled, more knowledgeable, and they even put in more effort. But who gives success is God, and it is only God that can sustain the success. In Hosea chapter 2, God was refocusing Israel's attention from the success and the blessing they had to the one who gave them this success. He was refocusing their attention back to him, back to his presence, back to the relationship Israel had with God. The question and the challenge from this story is, where is my focus? Where is your attention? Is it to the blessing and the success? Or is it to the presence of God? Thank you. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to also dig deeper into your study of the Bible. So, we have put together a free Bible study guide, which is tailored for everyday people just like you. To get a copy, all you have to do is go to damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and that is damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and download your own copy. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, share with a friend, and remember to leave a rating. Five stars are our favorite type. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day. And we'll see you in the next episode. Shalom.